It's your daily dose with Bob and Nick. Today's show is one of those lovely pachinko episodes where Nick and I glide seamlessly from one unrelated topic to another and yet seem to tie it off with a nice little bow at the end. There are lessons to be learned and laughs to be had for sure. Buckle up, buttercup, and enjoy the ride. I like to read the self-help book and go, I'm not doing that. <laughs> There's no chance that that's happening. Uh, no, no, no. Maybe, kind of. I already do that in the in the opposite way, and then yes, I think it's it's actually you're funny, but it, it's true. You it's good for you to be able to do that too, though. To know, no, you know, something, it doesn't work for I'm me. I'm just yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Okay. I um, <laughs> I saw this really cool trick online, and it involved a person taking a completely mixed up Rubik's cube, and then swinging their hand, excuse me, over the top of it, and it becomes completely organized. And then he takes the thing and sweeps his hand over it and it's disorganized again. And he tosses it behind his back and when he catches it, it's completely organized. And I'm like, all right, I want to learn how to do that trick. And, and then I buy the trick. Okay, and the trick cost me $30. Okay. Which isn't a huge amount for, for good magic trick, right? Sure. Uh, if you're going to learn something. Um, but this one, it's just, the first thing you have to do is you have Spoiler to... Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, if for, you If you don't want to know how this trick is done... Stop this episode right now. I'm giving it away right now. I'm not actually giving it away. The thing is this. In order to be able to do this trick, you have to be proficient in being actually able to solve a Rubik's Cube. Oh. Which I've never been able to do. Yeah, no. And so I read the first line of the instructions and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not doing that. So now I've been trying to find, I was literally in a client's office yesterday and I saw he had a Rubik's Cube on his table and I'm like trying to hawk this thing to him. Hey, you know hey, something? Do you know you how to do that Rubik's Cube? You want to master <laughs> Hey kid, kid. But you it goes to that. It's like reading you a book. You ever have a Rubik's cube? You ever read a book and then just stop? You're like, no, this isn't working for me. Click no. I used to not be able to do that, but yeah, I, I do that now. Oh, do you think it's because you're older and you value time more? I think it was a little bit of that. I I think it was also like there's got to be something in this book, a little turn of phrase yeah. that I'm gonna really like or now is know, that harp on? I'm more like that if someone's recommended the book to me. You yep. know, if someone else has said, this is good, then I'll, I'll spend a little more time looking for the good in that. One person who's never failed me is my daughter, Devin. Man, she just keeps sending me interesting things to watch, to read, to a really good source. When I find a good source like that, I listen. Or I'll reach out and go, hey, what you got? I need something. I need a little inspiration. Uh, I'm listening to The Power Now, uh, which is a, an interesting book about women uh, developing electrical powers in their bodies that results in a shift in power in the world. And it's, it's just as a basic concept, that got me, made me go, ooh, I want to see how that works out. And I have a theory as to how it works out, but uh, I haven't finished the book yet, so yeah. I'll let you know how, how it works out. But my sense is people are people. And that power is power. And there are certain things that, that the interplay of those things is interesting. So, and that's the other thing I've been kind of exploring lately is the dynamics of power. You know, because in I, what sense? Like, because uh, we talk to we talk a lot about superheroes. Yeah, and that's kind I, of the yeah, obvious yeah. analogy and metaphor for power. Right, and the thing is, uh, I'm talking more about political power mm. and and power in the real world, but there are such serious metaphors uh, that come from the superhero world. You know, we talk about the boys and how that's really a, a metaphor for politics and and how power is wielded. Because when you know that somebody has the power to crush you you are disinclined to create conflict with that power, right? Now that can be, you know, the, um, 
what's the name of that, uh, a Homelander, yep. and, and the boys, who's the all-powerful being there. Or it can be someone like a Donald Trump who has all the political power and has the power to crush you in a different way. You don't want to speak up against them because for whatever reason, they can cause you serious harm. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I get, I get the metaphors. And I also get the metaphors of like the Justice League concept, that we need a portfolio of strengths in order to be able to overcome the evils in the world. It's not one kind of power. It's a bunch of different kinds of power that choose to cooperate in order to overcome those things that would seek to destroy us. You know, so I see that. I'm just looking for some more basic truths about the people who seek power, about um, how to neutralize power when it's being ill-used. Because you know, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of that. And one of the things that you may or may not know about me is when I start to see ills in the world, I start to research. I start to just... Read things, listen to things, look for things that will give me clues as to how to deal with that, especially if I'm confronted with it face to face. Well, I like that too, because you're, I mean, therapy is a way to deal with that as well. Because if you're feeling anxiety based on all of these things, one of the things that I think is very healthy is to go out there and try to research and learn more about it. Mm -hmm. It, you know, while it, you have the same amount potential power you did at the beginning of the process at least you understand it more. At least you have some background in it. Sure. And that helps you understand and give you perspective. But then the therapy element helps as well, I would imagine. I almost feel like the therapy helps you to understand your power, you know, within within that realm. And like also, how to react to these things. Yeah, and also how to respond to your limitations. Yeah. Because this is actually, this is the thing that I'm dealing with in my superpowers these days, is that I haven't encountered my kryptonite per se, but I keep feeling disempowered or disinclined to act for feeling of disempowerment yep. and that's a thing by the way us not acting because we feel like we can't make a difference that's a that's an ennui that we have to overcome because even a smidge of action does something good and a million tiny smidges of action becomes a big smidge of action but if we all feel disempowered we're screwed so I think part of it is me also trying to find a way to resurrect my own sense of personal power and then try to do that for other people as much as I can because yeah. that's, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to be a magnification, an echo. No, not an echo. I want to create echoes. So how, let me ask you, how you want people to act yeah. or you want to help, you want yourself to act too. How much hand-holding do you feel like you have to do mm. when it comes to that? Because... It's tough. You want to inspire people. Right. You want to say, hey, look at this person's website because they might be a good candidate for this. Yeah. Um, versus going over to someone's house and doing the door to door thing and talking to them about the potential candidates or it's you know, doing more and more if you add on those levels. I think that's a that's a really good and interesting question, to tell you the truth, because it's it varies from person to person. Uh, but to tell you the truth, I'm not really there for the long run for you to change you. You know, I'm here to give you a new lens and a poke mm -hmm. and say, hey, go forward, try to look at it this way, and maybe that will help you to respond to it in a different way, something that's more helpful. All I can do is offer ideas. This is, this is my world. I, nobody is under any obligation to take my ideas and run with them. But if you think about it, Flight of Ideas, my company, relies on me being credible enough that people are going to actually try my ideas and find success in, in using them. More like incredible enough. <laughs> I wish. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. We started off joking about self-help books and ended up talking about the best ways we can help. 
And I want to emphasize that. Bob discussed the ways he likes to help and inspire people and what is the best fit for him. Sometimes we try helping people and it doesn't work out the way we think and we give up. I know I've done that and honestly, I feel guilty about it. I think Bob's example is perfect. Find a way to help that helps you, that works for you, and that's meaningful for you. I'll try to do the same. Have a great day.